Hello, everyone. I'm Pete. And I'm Tanya. This is What's the Dill. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. episode nine welcome back everyone thank you so much for tuning in again at least hitting play this is probably the first thing that you're hearing so thank you for listening even if still here we're still here even if you turn off turn off the podcast right now you turned it on you turned it on so that's a win (laughs) thank you so much for listening guys again it's uh it's been great to just have people be listening getting some emails and some comments back from everyone and um it's been such a joy to hear that this podcast is, you know, helping people's days out, that it's entertaining, that it's been fun, um, that it's been valuable to listen to them, that people have related to some of our journey. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we started this, Mm -hmm. to to be able to just talk about our journey and know that we're not the only ones going through with it. Right. And if anybody can benefit from our life and our journey from just listening, then we wanted to do it. And so here we are. So this is a perfect segue into our episode today. Today, we are talking about arguments, conflict. I don't like the word arguments. (laughs) Why don't you like the word arguments? I guess because in my mind, I just assume arguments is like people are raising their voices, people are yelling at each other and just like, I don't know. I agree with you, actually. I think when I think of arguments, I think of a movie of like a couple in like the throes of their yeah, divorce, like, yes. you know, plates are being chucked across the room and you're just like, wow, this is a real argument. Um, so let's say conflict. <laughs> we also need to establish that we're talking about the general idea of arguments in quotes. Sure. We can put in quotes. Yeah. That'll make me feel better. <laughs> um, but this is a this is a real thing. This is a real topic that we have talked about, Tanya. Um, because arguments, conflict, and we'll say conflict from here on out. Conflict is a real, it's something that comes up, um, both little day-to-day conflicts of how we're dealing with something hard, but then also big conflicts, direction of our lives conflicts. Um, And we've had to really, really learn through our long-distance relationship, through our quick engagement, through moving for each other, um, and then just the day-to-day stresses of life, we've really had to learn how to communicate at times of conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, In our marriage, I've really had to learn that it's okay to have conflict because I don't know if it's because I'm a girl maybe or even my personality. Any personality test I take says that you avoid conflict. You will go to the moon and back before you bring up some sort of conflict. And so in a marriage, like in our marriage, it's inevitable. We're going to have conflict. And that's been hard for me to accept that we might have conflict sometimes. And on top of, okay, I accept it. Now, how do I bring it up? How do we talk about it without me being like, oh my gosh, conflict is so bad. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. You know? Absolutely. I think for me, it was really important the first time that I just like disagreed with you or was just like a little bit like, okay, like what, what are we talking about here when we were dating or something? And, you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is uh this is conflict and we have to work through this. It's not all perfect now. Like the first time that we had a conflict um, with each other, mm-hmm. it's really important because it's like, yep, we work through this mm-hmm. because it's really easy just to be like, it was a bit easy for me to be like, all right, well, like, I don't want to deal with this. So whatever, I'm just going to like suppress this or not even 
talk about this, but I always tried with you, Tanya, to try to resolve our conflicts, talk about what you're feeling, what I'm feeling, like how are we going to work through this without getting really, really upset. I also agree with you 100% that it's important to know that conflicts come up in our relationship and that we work through them. Like we are committed to working through our conflicts with each other. And, you know, they're not a ton because I'm really perfect. You're really... <laughs> no, but, you know, our when our conflicts come up, we've really tried to stay committed to working through them. Right. And, you know, I think it can be really common to... I think it can be like, oh, we're just in a honeymoon stage, which maybe we are. But I've always wanted to set the foundation with you. You know, we want to set the foundation of this is how we deal with this conflict, not just let it turn crazy just because, oh, maybe in 26 years, it's going to be a different outcome. We're going to look to our marriage is going to look different. So it's like, no, we're going to start now how we deal with conflict. Yeah, it's very easy to start off on the wrong foot in dealing with conflict, maybe like, what if I started off with like, I don't even want to talk about this conflict. So I'm just going to suppress her. I'm just going to like turn the other cheek, whatever, brush it off. And let me just walk to the next room. And if I did that every time, like there'd be a moment probably where I would like blow up and a fight. And we've, we've never had a bad fight or like a screaming. Oh my gosh. You've never raised your voice at me. To bring a personal example to this, um, about what we're talking about. Like Tanya, when you moved up to the East Coast for the first time, that became very hard because you didn't have a job right away. You were looking for work. You were interviewing. Mm-hmm. You were trying to find a place to live. Um, you were battling some anxiety. And it was hard because we were dealing with this big life decision of you moving up to the East Coast. But then all of these other things were happening and I just really wanted us to be in the same city. So we had some conflict about what do we do right now? How do we go about this? How do we make sure that you're living in a good spot, but you're not feeling comfortable right now being the East Coast? Um, should you move back to Texas? And at first we had some different, you know, differing opinions. Like I was like, no, you should stay in the East Coast. But then we talked and we communicated and realizing that like actually like, you know, you need to go back to Texas. So we had some conflict in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that was a very definitive moment of very big life decisions that we were making and conflict came up and we had to deal with it. And I think we did a great job of just like really, 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 really working hard to communicate. It might've not been pretty, it was hard, but it worked out. Yeah, you're right. That probably was the first moment that we had like a big conflict. That was actually very hard for me to face it. Right. Face the realities that maybe you are not perfectly right. May I had to face the realities that I was actually pushing my own agenda. I had to face that, that actually where I'm coming from right now is just what I want. It's not what's best for you. I had, and in real, they clicked for me. It was like, oh, everything I'm saying is just kind of really what I want. So we had to communicate a lot through that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tanya. So let's go into some of our ways that we deal with our conflicts when we're having intense conversations as we like to call them. <laughs> Our conflicts are called intense conversations yeah. <laughs> for my sake. <laughs> well, that's really what they are. They're yeah. just intense conversations. Right. So for me, my number one rule of dealing with conflict, and this is just for me, I never raise my voice with you. That is a promise I've made to you. That's a promise I've made to myself. That's a promise I've made to God. That as best as I can 
and I pr- that I'm never going to raise my voice with you. I think I've done a pretty good job. You have done a very good job. Yeah. You've never raised your voice at me. Yeah. I That is something um, that I've just committed to. I actually got that advice from an f- older friend of mine. He's not older. He's probably about 10 years older than me, but <laughs> he's a little older than me. And he gave me that advice before I got married, where it was make a commitment before you get married to never raise your voice to your wife. Very challenging. I mean, it's challenging. Uh because I also am every day I make the commitment now. So I've made that commitment to you. So that's always my number one rule when we are talking about heated things. We're talking intensely when we're having conflict. I never raise my voice at you. Yeah. And you've, you've definitely done such a wonderful job at that. And so for me, it can be really hard in a conflict to only see it one-sided to just see my point of view and to kind of disregard any other opinions, any other like say-sos. It's kind of like, no, I'm right. So it's very And hard. those other opinions, they're, are they're my opinions. Those are <laughs> it, mean. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, I need a lot of awareness. So for me, I have to remember to not make every conflict personal, not make it feel like, oh my gosh, you, Pete Dill, are personally attacking me. That's not true. It's very easy for me to fall into that trap. And so one way that I've kind of like committed myself to you is to be open-minded to really what you have to say and not not just say like, okay, I hear you, but I'm right. But I try to do that as well because it's like, oh, I know what you're saying, Tanya, but have you heard what... I want to say about this because I feel like what I'm saying might be the exact right thing we need to do right now or talk about. Right. right. Um, and it's, it's very easy for me to fall into that trap. Yeah. Same. So I agree with that. Try to not take it personal and don't make it personal. Another tip that I try to use for myself is to listen as much as I talk. I can. T- <laughs> sorry. 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 Okay, Tanya, you are laughing right now. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Oh, my sweet love loves to talk. (laughs) All right, so I love to talk, and when I'm proving a point, I'll go on. I'll I'll just take it from every angle and just really prove that point or make a point or just talk about something. I can talk a lot. So something I try to do, and it's hard for me, is to listen as much as I talk. Um, And I don't do it. You do a good job at that, yes, because you are constantly asking what do you think what else tell me more keep talking those are definitely like words that you're always using with me great (laughs) all right yeah another thing for me that I try and do and have learned a lot is not allowing things to fester or boil within me because and this has happened before where we're like we have a conflict we like resolve the conflict and then like two days later I'll bring it up again randomly and you are always like well I'm sorry where did that come from I thought we fixed it which we did so I'm learning to not just let it fester even after we've resolved it just letting it go letting it go and like accepting that we're done with that conflict. And you're like, not you know what? Two days ago, I didn't like how that finished because <laughs> I feel like you thought you were right. You weren't right. <laughs> so just not trying really hard to not have it like boil within me even after the conflict because I tend to just think, overthink, and overthink. And that is a trap for me. So 
Yeah. Yeah. One way that I also try to think about how I'm dealing with a conflict with you, Tanya, is am I doing this out of love? Am I doing this out of anger? Am I doing this out of self-giving? Am I doing this out of self-service? Um, like what, what is the point of this conversation right now for me? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about we did an episode in the dishes and we talked about how even something as simple as the dishes can fester in people and it can grow and resentment can grow because these dishes are sitting there. So if we're talking about the dishes and I'm doing them five days in a row, you haven't done them. And then I say, Hey, Tanya, like, can you come over and do these dishes? I just try to think like, all right, like do this out of, from a place of love, not a place of anger or spite or, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, I think similarly, I would say I try to be very aware of where my intentions are coming from. So those are just some tips that I've used for myself that you use, Tanya. Yeah, it's what works for us. What works for us. And obviously, we're not speaking to anyone in particular. We're not speaking um, into other people's lives because... You have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. But we know this is what has worked for us so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the most important thing I realized, Tanya, is that conflict, little arguments, it's okay that we have them. Yeah. I think a really big lie is that if you're having a little conflict, a tiny little argument, it means something's wrong right. deep down. Right. But it's not. We made a vow to each other mm-hmm. that we're going to be married. And so we are figuring that out. And along the way, just like any group project, remember group projects in college and stuff? It's like there's three people on a team and everyone's got these wildly different ideas. Everyone's trying to figure out how to do this, do that. I want to come at this time. I can study at this time. You can study at that time. Do that work division of labor. And that's just about a diorama of the Battle of Gettysburg. You know, we're talking about marriage. We're talking about being married together forever. There's going to be some conflicts along the way. So we've really tried to establish how we deal with our conflicts. Yeah, absolutely. Conflicts are not bad and we're committed to each other and we're going to keep being committed to each other every day for the rest of our lives. So email us or write a comment, uh, reach out to us about how any of you guys deal with conflict um, in your relationship or your marriage or in In friendships. In friendships, because that's real too. Relationships with parents, that's a big one too. Yeah, tell us how you deal with um, conflict. Cause I actually want to know, I, I would, too. I would love some tips. I would love some help too. Trust me. Yeah. I do not have it all figured out. Right, Tanya. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Okay. You have a big smile on your face. <laughs> okay. But I, I would really would love to hear other people's opinions on how they deal with conflict, how they resolve things. Um, so I would love to know, we would love to know. So reach out to us, send us an email. Um, and this is just our take on how we're dealing with our conflicts in year two. We're on year two officially, <laughs> you know? So, of course, it's going to be different when kids are the picture. Of course, it's going to be different when we're 20 years uh, down the road. But right. we like to lay the foundation um, of how we deal with it. So, this was a great episode for us to talk about, Tanya. It was. Yeah, it really was a great episode for us to even speak through some of this stuff together. Um, So thank you guys for listening again. We're so happy that you keep coming back and make sure to follow us on social media. Give us a rating on Apple podcast and we love you guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye now.